there. I'm Leanna Hinkle with the Hinkle Homestead. And I'm Lindsay Weiniger with the Weiniger Farms. And we are your hosts on We Chose the Farm. Welcome to episode 13. Today we are joined by two lovely guests. It is husband edition. What? So, <laughs> so excited. <laughs> so there are a few months of the year where there's actually five Fridays. Yes. And this happens to be one of those months. It's a bonus episode. This, it, we could literally, yeah. But, so naturally we decided to invite a couple people that happen to be our husbands to this episode in order to create valuable content. <laughs> <laughs> so, Liana, please, please introduce your other half. Okay, so this is Jake. Say hi. Hi. This is him. Welcome yeah. aboard. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. And uh, Nathan is here as well. Hello. How, Hello. Re- how long have you guys been married for? 10 years. A little over 10. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. When we're were com- you guys? We're coming up on eight years. Awesome. Long time. Stop. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So. <laughs> this is going to be great. In order to- <laughs> Uh, we were kind of even trying to come up with an outline, and there is no outlining this episode. Nope. So we're just gonna go. At, we're just gonna have fun here. You get what you get. Um. So Jake, give us an intro about yourself, about kind of what you do, and then we'll talk about what you do on the farm. Okay. Um. Jake Hinkle. I am an electrician during the day, farmer by night. Really. <laughs> You just talked about making bullets in the dark. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't grow up with any of this. I grew up in the country, but baled hay is about as much farming as I did growing up. And uh, that was like a side job. That wasn't like a family business. No, no. It was just, yeah, make money as a kid. Local farmers brought us in. Um, I'm surprised you never detassel. Did you? No, nope, you... never detassel. I haven't either. <laughs> um, but... Uh, Found a house five minutes from mom and dad out in the country. Moved Leanne out there. Started having babies. She said, "I want four chickens." And <laughs> ta-da! Everything went nuts from yes, seven hundred chickens, <laughs> emus, peacocks, bees. Everything later. That's where we're at. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I feel like it's also equally partially mostly your fault too. oh it's definitely partially my fault i blame you for everything but... no 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 because what were we literally just talking about the other day how you said that it would be a cool idea to have quail yeah and then like then I, I was at work then i brought home quail yeah yeah that's how pretty much everything so happens. we just really encourage the crazy oh yeah like wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be neat to have a peacock in our yard 17 peacocks here's, later here's a whole bunch of eggs i found i just found them what? Oh, look, the incubator is empty. It's perfect. <laughs> I feel like we're the opposite. Nathan's like, I have this idea. I'm like, that's going to be on your tombstone is I have this idea. I was thinking. I was thinking. And poof, all of a sudden. No. So, go ahead, Nathan. Introduce yourself. Nathan Weininger. Um, Lindsay and I have been married 10 years. And we grew up together. Kind of together. I grew up in the country. Um, very small farm. My dad had a few cows, some chickens here and there. And so I grew up with a 
a little bit of background of farming and agriculture and how to raise animals, but... Um, you were never an FFA. Never an FFA. And you were never in 4-H. Or were you in 4-H? No? Never? I think I was, like, one summer, like, when I was in daycare, because it got me out of the daycare. <laughs> but, no, I mean, my summers were spent, really, farming was, like, not a thing, like, it was just something extra dad did but it was um i mean we mowed lawns did yeah. construction that was how we spent our summers and stuff like that and occasionally see yeah, somebody would call and ask for help bailing hay and stuff like that but farming was not a thing until i came back from college and thought man this would be cool to uh not work well not work not not work but i don't know grow I'm a dreamer. I think that's it's, exactly I think what you think when you see his face, too. <laughs> <laughs> and then in your junior year of high school, some random girl started throwing herself at you, and then <laughs> beat her off with a stick. Fantastic. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So what uh, did you went? You became an electrician, Jake. Uh huh. You went to a trade school. Uh, I went to four years of college. I got a marketing degree, mm -hmm. which I'm obviously using as an electrician. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Super great investment. Yeah. And then I uh, got out of college, knew I didn't want to sit behind a desk, so got into electrical and been doing it ever since. Sounds a lot like me. I got a four-year degree in civil engineering, and when I graduated, there was like right at the end of the... I graduated in 2010, so right after the 2008 recession and stuff like that, and they had laid off a lot of engineers. So there were tons of engineers on the market, and so I was like, well, I can go back and expand the family business. So Molons. Yeah, well, just do whatever, yeah. and whatever paid the bills. So, yeah, now I don't know that I could ever go back and sit at a desk. No. Okay, hard. Yeah. not related, but since you guys went to a four-year university and are not using any of your degrees, would you recommend still doing that? Like, if you had to go back and do it all over again, would you still do that? Like, I mean, you know, everybody pushes, like, four-year university colleges, but it kind of sounds like both of you guys are very handsy. I have a pretty, like firm belief that I think there needs to be like a two-year gap between high school and college where you need to go try 50 jobs and figure out what you want to do and what you're passionate about because I mean in high school everybody's like what's gonna I mean you need to be a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher or whatever and it's like not until you actually start studying it and spend a hundred thousand dollars on it do you figure out that yeah I don't really want to do this anymore so. And there's so many other careers that are in between all right. the main things that right. they just kind of right. touch base on. Right. Like I really wish that I would have done something agriculture since that's what I do now with my life. And so, yeah, no, I'm I'm firmly for some kind of a some kind of a gap to try to figure out what you want to do with your life and what you're actually passionate about because then it's not really schooling; it's just like training almost. Yeah. What do you think? Jacob. I mean, if I could go back, I'm happy where I am now. I would never change anything about how sure, I... Sure, okay. But, uh, yeah, I, w I actually went to college to be a pilot to start off with. Yeah. <laughs> decided I didn't want to do that. Got into marketing. Decided I didn't want to do that. 
So yeah, I agree with you. A little more time to figure out where I wanted would probably have been uh, beneficial. But, I do know that, like, when my girls get to college age, you know, I'm going to be like, okay, I'm not pushing you to college, but is this really what you want to do? Like, I'm confident that I am not going to force my children to go to college. Because right now, one of them wants to be a hairdresser, and I'm like, yep, you do you, girl. You go. That's what Leanna did, did yeah. for years and made a, made more money than I did for a long yeah, time. <laughs> I just, and I don't ever, like... Like, I don't resent my parents for sending me to college, but at the same token, I'm just like, and I'm like forever grateful for everyone I met there, but exactly the same. Like, well, that was a bust because I'm not on the radio. Yeah. Yes, you are. But I mean, like, (laughs) podcast radio, totally different, but. I don't know. I, I will say, though, that because I did uh, communications with an IT minor, like... I would say you use your degree more than I do mine. Ab- yeah, I will Because you that. do, it, like, this computer stuff and graphic design, and you're good with all that kind of stuff. But I'm not sitting in Nashville at a record label, which is what my no. intentions were. Yeah. Okay, so you we've heard all the things that the Hinkle Homestead in a very large nutshell there's a lot (laughs) there is it's literally continuing to get crazier by the second literally quail this afternoon or a dog this afternoon this this dog this afternoon in the last 24 hours yeah (laughs) (laughs) so what per se is jake is your favorite part Ooh, this is good i love all the chaos it keep coming all the time it's always changing and she's always thrive on change oh i do mm-hmm. thrive on change we've got so many plans for the future that are just dreams right now that'll go somewhere eventually or they'll crash and burn and go nowhere yeah. <laughs> but then you'll fill them in with something else yeah yeah it'll change by then absolutely do you have a favorite part dear um i mean i, I really enjoy the cattle and like I like when people come into the store and buy some beef and stuff like that. And like, this is the best meat I've ever had. And I don't know, it makes me feel good about that we're raising premium stuff and that the whole like locally grown farm to table stuff is working. Yeah. And so how do we continue to grow that? And... A big thing right now, especially in the social media world that I'm in is direct to consumer beef where they're like shipping it to their doorsteps and things oh, yeah. like that. And I'm like, you know what, though? I get people literally coming to me asking me for my meat. And then they, they specifically tell me that my meat is some of the best hamburger they've ever had or some of the best steaks that they've ever had. You can't beat that. Like, no. face-to-face, I just, I love that. I think far more than, you know, getting an Instagram message or a, a letter in the mail. I get to literally talk to them. And, like, we share recipes and... It's about the connection. Oh, absolutely. Too. Absolutely. I love I love that. That's a big reason why the store has been such a huge part for us is meeting all the people. And yeah, we get to go. We don't have to even deal with screens in between us. We literally get to go to the farms and stuff. So, What do you think your toughest challenge is? Or like, what do you think the stuff that has been like the <clears throat> one thing that really you were banging your head up against a wall? You've been making my bang my Stop. head up against the wall for years. Stop. And this years. interview is over. 
said good day. You, sir. you know what? Even the toughest things on the farm, I do them with a smile on my face. I love everything about what we do at home. I mean, we've had setbacks. We oh, had a barn fire. We we've had, I don't know, we've had a couple setbacks and stuff like that, but it wasn't anything like devastating to where it wasn't. No. No, I, uh, oh, we've had tons of things break. We <laughs> bought a 150-year-old farmhouse. Yeah. Can I tell you a really quick story? One yes. time, poor Jake's trying to work on the house and do the things, and we were replacing, do you know where I'm going with this? Oh, yeah. Where am I going? Water filter. Yes, okay, cool. <laughs> so, um, we've got this well, right? And it's super, like, it'll gunk up every faucet, every everything, because of just how much sediment there is. And this poor guy's like, I'm going to change out the filter. It's been three years since we've lived here. It's never happened. Who knows the last time they did it. We should probably do it. So he does it, gets the right one. That was probably, like, three trips to the store. You know what I mean? In itself. And, like, as he gets it in there and he cranks the thing... What was it like the bolt, the nut, the screw, yeah, the something whatever. back in? He tightens it too much and it cracks and the whole thing just shoots water <laughs> everywhere. And it's one of those things where you're like, ah, ah, what do you do before you can just like put the emergency stop on it? You know what I mean? You're like trying to chase the wild hose around before anything else happens. And I think we just started cracking up laughing because we're like, sure. We're just trying to fix one simple filter, and now we're flooding our basement. Like, <laughs> of course, this is how this happens. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Duh. Oh. But yeah, yeah that happens literally yeah, all like the, the time. Story of my life. <laughs> oh, eBay. That happens all the time. Okay. What do you? What about the for for you, sir? The toughest part. Yeah. Um. Not having people that can keep up with my dreams. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so we just so we just bought this house, okay? Or we we're talking about buying a house. And he's like, So when do we buy our next house and we're not even moved into the house that we have? I was like or no, it was what else? Oh, he wanted to or open a country a country feed two point oh. <laughs> I'm like just let me move into my house first. That's a great idea. Just like... I fully support this. Absolutely. I'm so sorry, Lindsay. You should call Leanna once in a while. You just yeah, push. I mean, man, uh, I don't know. just show up at the door. <laughs> oh, my word. It'll be like, hey, have you checked out this listing property yet, though? Like, Because I think this would be pretty cool. <laughs> He's always like, yeah, this realtor just happened to call me today. And I'm like, yeah, Did she right. just randomly happen to call you? Is that just how that works? That is how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, but at the same token, like, you gotta love it. I mean, there's never a dull moment. And when we got the store, what, how old were you four years ago? I can't do the math that quick. Is that 28? We bought a flipping bead store when you were 28 years old. Like, how many people do that? <laughs> so, whatever. Yeah. I think that it takes rare breeds. And I think we're, you, yeah. your family and our yeah. family are very sure rare breeds. Because so. what's the worst that can happen? We lose all of our money and bankruptcy. Go start somewhere else, right? I, I mean, guess. plenty I of people come back money. out of bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You that's, know what I mean? That's, like, that's actually fine. the hardest part about yeah. my. What? That's the hardest part is going to do my real job. <laughs> no. Or I, or at the at any given moment, I could be like, I could go sit at a graphic design firm right now and make twice what I'm making here. Like, is yeah. this really worth it? Like, and it always is. But it's just like. 
those moments where you're just like, ugh, this is what I chose. Like, this is the decision that I made, so. But you have as much fun at that oh, ground. no, That's absolutely not. Right, right, right. Yeah, there, there's the days that just make you want to. Pluck your eyes out. Yeah, set a, set a match on fire and burn the whole thing down, but then. Is that really funny? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is it too soon? Is it too soon? Too soon? Because it actually was a blaze. <laughs> was that like six months ago? Like it's just stuff, right? <laughs> oh jeez. Just kidding. Old building. <laughs> Please be kind. Especially God. with our brand new warehouse full of hay right now. Please, please don't get you on fire. No. Um. Okay, so it's not on our planning list, but Nathan, I want to hear of a really funny story. Like, really funny story, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like there's a yeah. funny story somewhere in there, somewhere. Which one do you want me to one I don't just, know. Yeah, one that just popped into my head was like on the farm, you get to do stuff that city folks don't always get to do. One of those is castration. Right? Yes. So I'm here for it. So and this is just I don't know. It just balls automatically popped into my head right there. <laughs> this is supposed to be fake. Well, it's just part keep, of the farm, right? Just yeah. keep going. Just yeah. go. For so it. I have a friend who uh, he used to be a farmer. Grew up on the farm and now has not been on the farm in 10, 15, 20 years, and. Uh, Works at Maui Gym, and he local is, sunglass company. Yes. Except for they're not local, but whatever. Yeah, worldwide sunglasses company, but headquartered here. Yeah, and uh, he is kind of working his way up into management, and part of his thing was like teaching people. Right, part of his management training was how to teach people. So <laughs> we are doing our yearly castration of bulls, and uh, he's like, "Hey, can I come out?" And, take pictures and stuff like that I'm like, oh, i don't care whatever and uh so he's out there like so we're in there doing our stuff and he's in there taking pictures and like not normally yes. like something you would do. photo op of <clears throat> so he's balls. so then he goes and gives his presentation and his presentation is this big cutout of a bull's rear end yes. with two balloons nailed on there and so he does a visual demonstration stuff like that and just everybody in the conference room is like speechless the entire time but then it like come question time he said he had the most questions of anyone in the thing and so because <laughs> people people find what we do interesting yeah people this is what people want to do but don't ever either get the opportunity right. to or, or they just have no clue about it yeah, yeah. Right. right but yeah i remember just, that the, the idea of the cutout with the balloons and had some just popping the balloons and show, <laughs> <laughs> show the castration. Oh. <laughs> the visual is just so great. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Do you have a funny story, Jay? Okay, yeah. But it doesn't have a moral behind it. No, mm. it's okay. So, Leanne and I have two boys, Gabriel and Oliver. They're three and five. And this year we decided we were going to put a big garden in. So we're tilling up the area and Leanne and I are talking and we're like, how are we going to keep the chickens out of this? Like, let's put up a pallet fence. So we actually came here and got pallets from you. 
And uh, um, so I'm screwing and all these pallets together, put this fence around it, and the kids are playing in the dirt in the middle of it. And I'm like, you know how when the chickens get big enough, we move them outside? You know, well, mm-hmm. this is actually going to be you and Oliver's new home. You know, you guys are going to come live out here in the garden. And the kids are immediately like, yeah, let's do that. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I mean, even in the winter and the rain, and they're not face at all. Yeah, we're like, so, we'll make you a good bed out here. It'll be great. So Gabe's like, I'll be right back. He takes off towards the house, and I've just built the thing. And about five minutes later, he comes running back out of the house. Help, help, help. What's wrong? He goes, I got Oliver's bed stuck in the stairwell trying to oh, move it no. out. Oh, no. He was trying to move the bed outside <laughs> to sleep out there. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, gosh. Good old little surprises with small children. I mean, you they're, they're very gullible. <laughs> it's pretty fantastic sometimes. Oh, wow. So uh, when we first, our first house out in the country, so we lived out in Lawnridge for yeah. a little bit. And um, we had, this was, we didn't have any kids yet. And... Or was, I don't, I think I might have been pregnant. I don't remember. We left there the day Ruthie, or just three days after she got home. So, but um, we had two dogs at the time and all my first round of chickens I've ever had in my life. Okay. And the chickens started in the basement of Elmwood House. Yes, they did. They started in the center of Peoria, but let's not tell Peoria about that. (laughs) Anyway. So I'm upstairs, um, and Nathan had just gotten home or something like that. I was upstairs, and I was doing dishes in the kitchen. Mind you, this is, like, a fantastic home because we're we're flipping it to sell. So, like, I'm, like, dreaming in my kitchen. It's fantastic. I'm looking out over my fantastic backyard at the cornfields, and I can see my dogs running, and the chickens are – I'm, like, loving life. And Nathan comes in the door, and he's like, whatever you do, just stay right there. Don't move. And he goes back into the back room and he gets his rifle or his shotgun, his shotgun. And I was like, okay. And he goes downstairs, like not even outside and downstairs. He goes down the basement stairs and he tells me not to move and like stay right there. Like pretending like washing dishes at the sink. Pretending to wash dishes. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to die. Like, this this is the end. Like, we're out in the middle of the country. There's a couple of houses around us. We've had some creepy boyfriends hiding in our backyard from neighbors before. And so we had cops out there previously. But, like, Nathan has his gun, and I have to pretend to wash dishes right now. Okay, so what happened? So, so, he- so I went downstairs and searched every room. Yeah. Couldn't find anything. I was like, I don't know. So, like, two days later... He's I go out. out. I go out to feed moose, and it's dark. The dog. So yeah. uh, so, I uh, I turn around. I'm heading back inside. Lindsay's washing dishes again. Good job. And all of a sudden, right below her in the basement, a light turns on. And I'm, I'm like, so that's what happened the time before. Is the light turns on like right below her? This light turns on in the basement. Nobody's down there. Yeah. Okay. So I'm this like, makes sense now. Okay. So I'm like, holy crap. So then I get to thinking, I'm like, what is going on? And I was like, she's washing dishes again. I got it. 
<laughs> so when our well pump turned on, it turns on a light down in the Oh, jeez. <laughs> so she's washing dishes, and so it's using water, and it kicks this light on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Nathan's running around with a shotgun because I'm doing dishes. I was... <laughs> I thought it was oh gonna die. Oh my gosh! It freaked us both out. Really, oh yeah! It was really scary the first, the first night. I'm because like, you like kind of low key think somebody's either underneath your bed or in the closet hiding like somewhere. I'm, well, right. Well, yeah, no. but you search the house. They're downstairs where the light just turned on. Yeah. Because I was that's walk, where walking at. back to the house and this light turns on in the basement. And I can see Lindsay in the window. Right, <laughs> and you have a small infant. No. I there was I was by myself. Was okay. So that's what yeah. freaked out even more. It was pretty. Yikes. That was, Ghost that was fun. And that was like, you know, let's, let's, let's take Lindsay out of suburbia and take her out to the middle of the country. And then let's get, let her get killed by someone in this house. That house also had like insane mice, like mouse infestation. Yeah. I finally tried to get them under control and I think I caught 24 mice in one day. That's... It was awful. <laughs> Fantastic. Can we? Can I tell you a quick story about our mice? Yes. So our previous, we got this house on foreclosure, and um, to whoever our listeners are, we will protect their identity, partially because I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> um, but there was also a lot of mice there, and our kitchen cabinets were like the Underground Railroad for mice, <laughs> so they were just going underneath. But they always circulated in like the very back pantry in these like three cabinets. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and you would set off these. We only had like three mouse traps at a time, and you would put them in there, and like we'd just be sitting there watching TV, and snap, like one would go off. And we did this for like months and months and months, and caught all these mice. But we didn't realize how bad it was. But like some of the doors that we had that must have been shut when the people were living there. They had, like, the mice had chewed, like, little half circles to go underneath closed doors. And, like, cabinets, like, the kitchen cabinets had little half circles chewed out and stuff like that. We've redone the kitchen since then, so I This house was a nightmare. Yeah. It was not I literally broke into the house the night before our closing. Yeah. And threw, like, 20 insect bombs just like <laughs> going through there like an action movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think as we were actually signing the papers, like we had his dad and other family members like replacing doors, like windows, because as like we were signing it the outside, yeah, because there was like a two inch gap underneath the doors to the outside. Like, duh, yeah, I no mean. wonder there's mice everywhere. <laughs> but, but it's fixed now. Woo! If somebody'd stop bringing home emu eggs, it'd go a lot faster. I literally <laughs> thought I had a mouse bit me on my finger last night. I know you Must said that. You I know you said it didn't, but I woke up and I thought, and I was like, "Man, we gotta get some cats back in this house." No, we don't. Is what I thought. No, we don't. Lindsay, we get... made, Lindsay made big strides today. I did. She touched her first mouse. Didn't I didn't touch did. the mouse. No. I touched the cot, like the mouse trap. The trap. No, that, that the mouse was in. <laughs> Very proud of you. I had to do an Instagram. <laughs> I had to do an Instagram, Instagram video. <laughs> I'm telling you this right now. Either I'm don't care. This is life lessons for my boys to be tough men. They do. They pick up. They the, do the mice. Oh yeah. They, I'll I'll have them like sweep it into a dustpan. I don't have them like pick them up. But Oliver will. He'll like pick it up and he'll look at it real close <laughs> and he'll say. 
having a hard day. <laughs> yeah, man, you're dead. That's a pretty, pretty rough time there. Jeez. Uh, no, I won't touch it. I would have shut the doors and gone to a different room. No shame in my game. I actually came home from work nope. one time, and she's like, the cat is locked in the upstairs bathroom with something. With It's been locked in there all day. And I'm like, okay. Do you know what I it was? I went upstairs. There is a bird. Hiding behind our Bro, toilet in the bathroom. How it got all day. in my house is the a whole other story. Fact that the cat spent all day in the bathroom yeah. with this bird, and the bird is still alive. No one knows. Is yeah. why we don't have cats in the house anymore. <laughs> I remember that same bathroom. One time we, I was going to take a shower, so obviously like super nude, right? And my cat is in the shower, looking up at my shower curtain. And I turned the water on because it's always funny to spray water on a cat, right? <laughs> so, so I turned it on and she's like still fixated on this like shower curtain. I'm like, whatever. So guess this cat's going to take a shower with me. I get in there, look up because I'm about ready to like dip my head back and see this mouse hanging on top of the shower curtain. I scream. I'm now naked, jumping on top of like the... What was it? The sink. My dad's in town visiting, and Jake's like, "What the hell's going on in here?" <laughs> Shower curtains ripped down. You're standing naked on the sink. <laughs> don't. <laughs> You're asking a lot for us to touch mice. I just saying. I just can't. It's not a thing that's going to happen. So if uh, it's my like word to the wise of people from the city moving to the country, get over your mouse fears or find somebody who has no mouse fears. Yep, especially or birth children that have birth no children mouse that have fears. no mouse fears. Because Tessa doesn't <laughs> care at all. <laughs> oh, yep. we need to wrap this up. I feel like we were so structured and then we weren't. That's all right. Unless you have any other riveting stories. I don't think so. <laughs> Is there any knowledge that you want to pass on to our 12 viewers? Or 12 viewers? Listeners or 12 listeners. Minus you's 11. <laughs> Notice Nathan didn't include himself in that. I'm working on it. <laughs> um... I mean, like, we're going to have you back on another Fifth Friday, so you can, like, think of something. Yeah, there we go. Equally. When is that? December? Well, I think I think we might s- skip December because oh, of the yeah, hollow yeah, yeah. days. You're right. But then I think it's, like, I don't know, April or March or June or something. So you mean we got to do this again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> In the spring. Oh, yeah. We'll do a Q&A then. We'll put up a Q&A by then. It will be more prepared. Yeah. This will be really good. I doubt it. <laughs> I, doubt it. I mean, the intentions are there. Yeah, yeah exactly. I believe that. That's half the battle. <laughs> yep. Okay, Jake. Well, uh, we always include at the very end of our episodes where they can find your link to find you for more information. All the place they can find you. <laughs> Hickle Homestead, just Google it. Then you'll find us on Nathan, all kinds of Nathan, you have your own Instagram, don't you? You have like a whopping, what, 12 followers? Hey. Yeah. I think I you're at least at a hundred. Stuff on there, but I just my take wife's care just of it. so good at it. So. It's just so good. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> I had hair the last time I posted stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Nathan wears hats. <laughs>
If you like what you heard today, you can find us at We Chose the Farm on Facebook and Instagram. And to find Hinkle Homestead directly, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Google at Hinkle Homestead. Want to visit the Weininger Farms? You can find us mainly on Instagram at Weininger Farms. Or jump over to our website at WeinigerFarms.com. See you later!